We begin with the news that Israel's military has said a temporary pause in the fighting in Gaza will be extended for a seventh day as international mediators try to negotiate the release of more hostages. The truce was due to end an hour ago at seven o'clock local time. However, on Wednesday, the sixth day of the deal, 16 hostages were freed from captivity in Gaza. They included two Russians, 10 Israeli citizens and four Thai hostages who were all handed over to the Red Cross. Their release was delayed by what Hamas called logistical issues. On Wednesday, 30 Palestinian women and teenage boys were freed from Israeli prisons in exchange for the hostages. This as U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken touched down in Tel Aviv for more talks aimed at extending the temporary truce and increasing humanitarian aid into Gaza. Here's our Middle East correspondent Hugo Bachega. The ceasefire in Gaza continues. Israel and Hamas have agreed to extend a temporary pause in hostilities. The news came just minutes before the deal was set to expire this morning. Last night, 16 more hostages were freed by Hamas, including 13-year-old Ghali and Amit, 16. In return, 30 Palestinians were released from Israeli jails. But the latest swap was overshadowed by a claim by Hamas that the youngest hostage, 10-month-old baby Kafir, his brother Ariel and mother Shiri had been killed by an Israeli airstrike in Gaza. Israel says it's a cruel claim and that it's investigating. Their father, Yarden, is still missing. Israel's war cabinet gathered late last night. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken arrived in Tel Aviv for the third time since the war started to discuss an extension to the truce and more aid to Gaza. In the occupied West Bank, violence continued. An eight-year-old boy and a teenager aged 14 was shot dead as the Israeli army withdrew from a military operation in Jenin's refugee camp. The army said it used missiles, grenades and explosives, killing a senior commander for Islamic Jihad. In Gaza, the humanitarian crisis continues. The UN says more aid needs to get in and that disease is a real threat. The ceasefire continues for another day, but Palestinians wonder how long it will last. Hugo Bachega reporting there. He's in Jerusalem for us. I'll be speaking to him shortly. But first, let's go live to southern Gaza to talk to Thomas White, who's director of uh, UNRWA Affairs, which for those who are unaware is the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian refugees. Thank you for being on the programme. So I presume uh, you were relieved to hear today that we have another, another pause, another 24 hours in the pause of hostilities. Well, it's certainly uh, good news for the people of Gaza. Um, it's another day where there's a respite from the fighting that's taken too many lives uh, and destroyed too many homes of people here in Gaza. So certainly uh, people are pleased that they have another day of relative quiet here in Gaza. Just talk us through the logistics for you as an organisation. Of course, you're appealing for donations, for help, for the, the huge need we're seeing on our screens on a day-to-day -day basis. You're in Rafa, based in Rafa. What are the challenges you're facing? 
Well, essentially, UNRWA and other UN agencies uh, and humanitarian organisations have been overwhelmed uh, by the sheer um, scale of displacement into southern Gaza. Uh, the infrastructure, the water infrastructure, for example, is totally overwhelmed with the number of people who are now in the south. Uh, there's just not enough places for people to shelter. Uh, in the UNRWA schools, which have been set up as temporary shelters for people, we had plans that they would accommodate about 1,500 people per shelter. Uh, we're averaging over 6,000 people in our shelters in the south. Uh, as you can imagine, uh, the ability of those uh, buildings and our staff to serve those people uh, is just very, very difficult. To give you an example, uh, we're averaging um, 125 people using one toilet. So basic things like sanitation uh, in these shelters are, is very difficult. Uh, people are jammed into very congested uh, classrooms uh, in the evenings. And the reality is now where at one of our schools, uh, we've now had an outbreak of hepatitis A. So we, the, the risk of disease uh, is very present uh, in, uh, in Gaza at the present time. In terms of the humanitarian aid that's been able to come into Gaza since uh, the truce began, what difference has that made? There's been a moderate increase uh, of aid into Gaza through the Rafah crossing. Um, the pause has also enabled us to get much needed humanitarian aid to communities who are still in the north. Uh, but the reality is it's not even close to what we need. And just to give you an example, I was at one of our shelters in Khan Yunus uh, yesterday. Uh, people are, are living off you know, one or two rounds of Arabic bread every day. And on every second or third day, there'll be a food distribution, which the reality is it's, you know, for, for a family, it's a can of tuna or a can of cheese, and that's all that's coming in. So, you know, food insecurity um, is a big problem in the South. Not enough aid is coming in to support uh, the overwhelming number of people who are now uh, seeking shelter in, Gaza, in the South of Gaza. Okay, for now, thank you. Thomas White there, Director of UNRWA Affairs, joining us live from Gaza. Well, let's go to Jerusalem now and speak to our correspondent, Hugo uh, Bachega. So, Hugo, uh, we start a new day and once again, the truce continues, which is uh, the good news for everybody waking up where you are today and also in Gaza. But the question is, what will happen today? Once again, a tense day ahead in terms of hostage uh, prisoner exchange. Exactly, Sally. And uh, the news of this uh, extension was uh, announced uh, just minutes uh, before uh, the ceasefire was set to expire. So I think it shows how difficult, how complicated these negotiations have been. So the Israeli army uh, says that this uh, extension has been agreed because of the efforts to secure the release of more hostages being held in Gaza. 145 people are still in captivity in Gaza, 55 days after the were abducted in Israel. So uh, negotiations continue. The US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, is in Tel Aviv. Uh, he is going to have meetings and uh, talks uh, about how to uh, extend uh, this uh, truce uh, further and also about how to guarantee the delivery of more aid, much needed aid to Gaza as a humanitarian crisis in the territory continues. And the Israeli authorities uh, 
uh, have been saying that uh, the war against Hamas is not over, that they will resume uh, the uh, Israeli offensive against Hamas once uh, this temporary uh, pause in hostilities is over. But I think, again, this shows how difficult these negotiations have been. And I think the next phase of these talks is going to be even more difficult because it is likely to inv involve the first group of Israeli military personnel who have been abducted by Hamas. So again, the ceasefire has been extended for another day, but uh, it shows how complex the situation is. Yeah, and also the, the, the location of hostages that, that are still held makes it more complex as well. Hamas talking about logistical problems that they are facing in terms of trying to meet the deadlines for exchange. Uh, it will be interesting to see how today develops and those families who are desperately waiting in Israel for news. Exactly. So again, 145 people are still in captivity in Gaza and Hamas has been saying that it is not holding all of them and that uh, they are having difficulties in locating uh, those hostages, in identifying them. So this could be another obstacle uh, before they are released. But again, I think this uh, announcement today that the ceasefire has been extended for another day is going to be celebrated by the families of those hostages, the relatives of those hostages waiting to see their loved ones back. Yesterday we saw another group of hostages being released. 16 captives uh, were freed uh, and returned to Israel. And again we saw uh, uh, 30 Palestinian uh, prisoners, uh, women and teenagers being released from Israeli jails. I think the Israelis were expecting this kind of mechanism uh, to continue. Uh, three Palestinians being freed for every Israeli hostage returned. Uh, but again, uh, it will be interesting uh, to see how these negotiations are going to unfold now that we, it seems that we are entering a much more difficult phase in these negotiations. Okay, Hugo, for now, thank you. Hugo Bachega in Jerusalem for us.